I wouldn't go longer than three days without feeling sick. There is something in me that just knew that this was not my truth. So that's what got me through it. I don't know what that is. It's the inner knowing. It's just the same inner knowing that when I had my spiritual awakening and all of a sudden I found astrology and was going to quit my jobs and do this and everyone thought I was crazy. I'm like, no, no, no. This is what I'm here for. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hi, guys. What's everybody doing? So glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm always like what, picturing people when they're listening. What A lot are they of people doing? take walks. Yeah, that's I feel so like good. they're always like tagging us when they're walking their dog. We should do like a viral thing where everyone has to take like a... Oh, a group walk. A group walk. At the same time. Seriously. That's a great idea, Lance. Yeah, we should write that down. Yeah. She gets sponsored for that. (laughs) Uh, They do, I think there was a mass meditation. I don't know if it was this year or last year. In our group? No, it was like during a certain astrological time. Oh. And I think they did it in LA. That's cool. And it's kind of like the concept to like raise consciousness by all meditating at the same time. Um, But it was really beautiful. I should do something like that. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Or participate in something like that. What did they say? I heard this statistic the other day. Obviously, don't quote me on it, but they it was about a city that implemented meditation and consciousness classes or programming in the schools and how much the um, crime rates went down, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Fascinating. I know. I wonder which cultures do it regularly the most. Hmm, that's a good question. You know? I don't know. Probably Eastern cultures more uh-huh. so, but I, I yeah I just wonder like how much a part of it is there how much a part of it their process it is. I mean to like imagine little little babies Ugh. in their classroom me. meditating instead of I guess what would they replace it with just like because recess was Cake always ball. recess was like a it was a wild time like you could do you know obviously there was like what do they call them like a uh, Mon- or, or, people who like would watch the kids. Monitor. Monitors yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah. And, but like they were not really watching everybody. Like there's like a lot of shit that can go on at recess that could scar children for life. Mm. I think you're wondering why and you didn't experience that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really did I know I'm kind of like, what kind of things? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like kids, like kids the monitor can't assholes. hear what every kid is saying to each for kid. sure. So for them to be like, you're disgusting and ugly. A hundred percent. And then the other- forget things that people said. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's- Yeah. But to bring them all together to kind of meditate and ground down, you know. What is, yeah. Anyways, so Lindsay and I had a mother weekend. We had a mother weekend. It was kind of ironic, actually. Yeah, it was random that your parents were here and my mom and her 
I was feeling, I was feeling you pretty strongly and I didn't, I didn't know like what was going on, but I was like, oh, just feeling you. T dot. If you guys have listened for a while, you know, you know about top dollar T. Top dollar T is my, my mother, mi madre. And she is just quite a character. She's, she's still have yet to meet her. She's such a character. (laughs) She's so funny. Dude, she was like, it's so funny. Like when I was around her, I'm just like, it was like every second to think of something to talk about with me was like the death report. Like I would, it just like, oh, did you hear about this person just passed away? And you know, oh, did you hear about this person? They have cancer. And oh, did you hear about this person's father? They're really sick. I was like, literally I counted, there was five deaths, three sicknesses, and one like person having a hard time having a kid. What is the obsession with like the negative news of people? It's like this- it's like the the addiction to the, it's almost like a gossip feeling. It is. It's gossipy and it's like misfortune updates. So I'm just, yeah. I just said to her, I'm like, hey man, I, I've had enough with these updates because I just, what's, and and it's interesting because a lot of them, I don't even really know them. I'm like, I, I know their name because maybe, you know, we lived down the street from them in, in 1992, but I'm like, I don't know these people. So yeah. I like don't really need their death update. Mm-hmm. It was like, that was like the conversation topic. The whole time was like the death updates, the sickness updates. The one time I was like, I think you're on the phone. She called and she said about someone being sick or mm-hmm. who was that? She's like, someone's being sick. And I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that to her, even though like she doesn't even really know that person. She's like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I was like, is yeah. that? And I was trying to think, I'm like, is that the goal here? Yeah. To get sympathy and pity, but it's not even for you. Yeah. It's, it's so dude, interesting. If, I, if my mom had a bumper sticker, it would be, it would be say attention by any means necessary. We should make that, that an acronym. A B A M N attention by any means necessary is her brand. Honestly. Wow. It's crazy. And she also talked so much about, dude, I was like dying laughing. Justin was literally shitting himself. He's like, <laughs> she's, she, I've, I've heard about her colonoscopy at least four times. Is she scared of it? So when you're older, like, you have I to know. get colonoscopies once Yearly? a year. Yeah. I think once a year. And, and, and I honestly have heard about hers specifically at least four times. She's told me about it. Wow. And she's, talked about it again when we were in San Diego. She's like, yeah, you know, I had to get a colonoscopy. And then we're at lunch and she she has her, her fiance, Phil. <laughs> so, she had her fiance, Bill, uh, at the table. And she's like, yeah, you know, Bill got a colonoscopy recently. She's like, he got roto-rooted. And Justin literally was like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were at, we were literally Roto-Rooter. She, he got Roto-Rooter. Wow. <laughs> she's like, he, wow. she's like, T did not just say Roto-Rooter and about, and, and Bill's just sitting there like, do-do-do, like a bump on a log. Yeah. He's like, I guess I did. Y'all keep it between us, but, but Bill's an interesting, Bill just said, some, dude, what is the deal with well, like, I think older dudes? Update people on what's happening. Yeah. So I guess you guys are the first to know. Surprise. Keep this between us, everyone. <laughs> my mom got engaged. Uh-huh. She's trying to steal my damn thunder on my potential engagement. Just kidding. But she, yeah, she got engaged. So. I'm not kidding. It's true. <laughs> no, 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 literally. Uh, so she told us at dinner, we were at dinner, and they've been dating eight months, 
He moved in eight, nine months. He moved in after a month. And I'm trying not to think that he's dirty, John. Wow. I didn't think about that. Dude, me and my sister are like, yo, what? Like, <laughs> so So my mom told me, which is random, that she told me first before my sister because my sister lives in the same city as her. They're pretty close. And then we, I made my mom call my sister. I'm like, you have to call her right away because I want to talk about this. <laughs> like I want to, and I mean, my sister is like, whoa, I don't want a stepdad. And it's just interesting when you have parents that are divorced and they do get remarried and mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of people have been through this. I guess I just didn't think my mom was going to get remarried. Not right. that I'm not happy for her. I mean, dude, she's happier than she's been in a long time. Like, that's all that matters. And I will go to everything and I will be a big support and I will do whatever she wants, you Mm -hmm. know, to support her and having the wedding of her dreams. But it's just like, I don't know this guy and just kind of creeps me out. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't get it. I don't get why she's like, well, why aren't you guys engaged talking to Justin and I? Oh yeah. That's normal. Right. We're just like, I was just like, I'm in no rush. Like I have like, he's all I need. I have him. And that's like all I, and I'm kind of trying to like passively aggressively say some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, literally, actually that's like, that's like the real real is I'm glad. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, we don't see a rush really. We're like, you know, we've got nothing but time. The ring's within 20 feet of me. <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, no, for sure. And so we're, we're doing a wedding this year. And it's going to be weird because then I have to see the rest of my family. Ugh. Yeah. Pukey puke. But dude, so the guy, keep this between us again, almost 30 nation. He's just like an older dude that says weird shit. Like Justin, like, honestly, I don't think Justin's ever said anything in a public setting that would ever make anyone, that has anyone has ever taken the wrong way. That's he is truth. so socially aware. It actually annoys me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to let loose. <laughs> and me, I'm socially aware, but I'm definitely saying some shit that people like look sideways at. <laughs> and, and sometimes I know it and sometimes I don't. But Phil would be like, like the first weird thing he said, we were sitting, we were waiting for our, our whale watching tour in the ring, <laughs> which was actually like, Dude, I'm sorry because whale watching can be fun. As it was whale watching in the some whales in there. the rain, and it was pouring, and everyone was getting seasick. It's the worst. And my mom's fiance got puked on the puked on the boat, which was tight. Wow, it was really Hot. memorable. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're sitting outside there, and we're sitting against the wall. And my dad or Justin was saying something about Tim Tebow, like talking about sports, you know, because it's easy. Mm-hmm. And Phil's like, I mean, yeah, have you seen Tim Tebow's girlfriend? She's like a Miss Universe or something. I'm like, oh, okay. How do you know that? Who knows who's Mrs. Universe anymore? I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, that's literally not that weird. And then he's like, you know, and I know that, oh, he goes, and she's drop dead gorgeous. I'm like, okay, if her dad say drop dead gorgeous before, that's not that weird. And then he's like, and you know, Tim Tebow's saving it for marriage. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then he's like, and I don't think when he gets around her for too long, that he's going to want to save it for marriage. All right. <laughs> Justin almost bashed his head, hit the back of his head against the wall. He was so like, holy mackerel. <laughs> and I literally, and I was, Justin was between us because they were standing close to the wall because it was raining. 
So I had the opportunity to pull my head back and hide my head behind Justin's head and actually (laughs) laugh, like puke. I was like, what just happened? It's almost like with every line, he was like taking off a piece of clothing. hundred percent. And you're like, no, he's letting Uh -uh. us know the real him. Uh -uh. So that one was like the first I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that one. Mike, I'm not fine with it at actually all. I'm just kind of weirded out. And then he said, when we were hiking, he was like, you know, LA is very different than Ohio. I'm like, shit, dude. I'm like, yes. And he's like, you know, people aren't as heavy. And a lot of the women here don't have their original parts. Hi. Okay. It's just like women's bodies. Hello. Like just keeps talking about like women's bodies. Keeps talking about women's bodies. I'm like, what's going on? And then, um, Later, he was like, oh, yeah, young girls with tattoos. They're just drop-dead gorgeous. And then they get these tattoos and, you know, it just makes them. And I'm like, dude. And I literally said to his face, I'm like, dude, you're not their target demo, Bill. (laughs) The girls aren't getting tattoos for you, dude. They don't care if you like their tattoos. (laughs) Anyone... In that like generation who comments on what's happening in another generation, please stop. Bye. Like, hey, Bill, they don't like your Crocs. Times are changing and we're not going (laughs) after. (laughs) Take off your cargo shorts. (laughs) And the last thing, sorry guys, last thing, keep it between us, was this thing that was the most gross. So my mom hosts uh, golfers at her house through some program. I won't go into details, but it's these girls that travel around the world and they golf and people for the LPGA don't get as much support and money as guys in the PGA tour. So they need to find houses to be hosted at when they're on tour to save money. And my mom helps organize that with the LPGA. And my mom started talking about the program and he's like, oh, are you talking about the hot German girl? I'm like, so he doesn't have kids. Because I'm like, Hey, would you say that about your daughter? And then he goes, you know, he goes, I think it's the dads that want to have the girls stay at the house. I go, hey, man. He's saying everything he thinks. (laughs) I literally go, I go, hey, man, we know what you're thinking. And honestly, it's weird. I was like, dude, that's so weird. You're talking about like 20 year olds. That is so weird. And it's exactly what he's thinking. He's like, he's like saying that those dads are thinking it, but he's thinking it. hundred. Wow. Dude, top dollar is actually has hard hearing and I think that she misses a lot of what he says. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I got a new dad. <laughs> dad, hello dad. Yeah, literally. You're going to be on the podcast. Honestly, pervy dad, wow. come be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> life is weird. Life is weird, man. Boundaries. Life is very weird. Anyways, pray for me, y'all. I need to do a hashtag. Wow. Pray for me. I got a new dad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, anyone in Almost 30 Nation, hashtag Almost 30 Nation, that hashtag got a new dad. Oh my God, dude, let's do that. (laughs) I need to make a shirt that says, Got a new dad. <laughs> or got a new dad question yeah, mark. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> got a new perv dad. Ooh. I mean, uh, you just will I ever la- be staying at home? Mm, no. Never. <laughs> will just- I ever step foot in my house again? Mm, no, probably not. <laughs> you just gotta laugh. I just gotta laugh. Because like 
protect you, myself. Because if I, th- you know, if you think about it too much, if I, if we, if any of us think about too much things in our families or life yeah. that are like a little bit hard to swallow, like Yo. I will get sad. And dude, <laughs> I was just thinking, I mean, this is what I think about with that too, is uh, the repression, you know, of the sexuality. And I told you that, yeah. like, you know, how sexually repressed he probably is where he can't, you know, he's not able to like process that desire or those emotions or those feelings, or he hasn't expressed it or whatever that is. Like when you are satisfied or when you are confident, or I don't know what it is. That's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Like, like how it comes out. Yeah. And I think it is like the desire, the wanting, the yearning for closeness, for intimacy, for sexuality. It's just interesting because I know guys that would, that don't, it's, you know, for the people that do think that way and see a girl and think like, oh, she's hot. She's got different parts, whatever. And then a guy that just doesn't see that. It's like, what is it about the one that doesn't see that, but sees the person as a whole? Mm -hmm. Are they more satisfied? Are they less in their root chakra? Are they more in all of their chakras? What's different about them where they're not seeing that and someone else is? Yeah. Childhood baby. Who knows? It's just, just wow. the way my dad is. <laughs> Love you, Bill. <laughs> Love you, Bill. Love you. Name's not Bill. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my both my parents were here as well because you got a new dad, so I'm going to call him your parent. <laughs> no, it was it was a fine weekend, but I uh, before my mom came here, my mom and dad came here um, on that Friday. They came on Saturday on that Friday. First, I got a text message from... Soul Cycle Studio, the studio that I used to work oh, at. Oh yeah, and uh, and it was my you know former manager, sweetheart Peanut, and uh, he's like, "Hey, we just got a call from this like girl, and she's looking for you, and she said she's like a huge fan of the podcast, and that you're supposed to do yoga together soon, and she needs to have your contact info." And I was like, "And he can't legally, you know, according to our policy, give it to her." So. I guess she wanted my phone number. And so she, he just thought she was really weird, like acting really sketch. And she had not taken any of my classes. Like it was just very weird. Wow. He checked. That's so smart. Yeah. That's so smart. So like no more than. And it's been three months. Yeah. 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 Like no more than 15, 20 minutes later, I get a call and um, I answer. I'm like, hello. And this girl's like, is this Lindsay? And I was, you know, a little aggressive. I was like, yes. And it's like dead air. She's like, hi, how are you? And I was like, who's this? And, you know, she said her name and I was like, okay. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. And she's like, well, I know who you are. You were with... <laughs> I was like, this is fun. (laughs) Cause I love when I have an, I have an opportunity to be an actress. So I was like, I was like, um, she's like, well, you were with my boyfriend, Richard, this past Sunday. (laughs) Also, uh, one of my life roles is to not date anyone named Richard. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I, so dramatically I said, "Ah, what? (laughs) I was like, um, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. What if you're like Richard and I are running away together. I know. I mean, at one point I was like, should have said that to get yeah. her off my fucking back. Bless though. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, uh, Richard blank. And I was like, 
uh, like literally trying to think, you know? And then I was like, uh, okay. She's like, you teach soul cycle, right? And I was like, I did. No. I was like, I, I quit three months ago. Like, I was like, oh, like Richard, who used to ride with me at soul cycle. Like yeah. I, I kind of named a few things about him and she's like, uh-huh. Like as if I'm like about to confess. Totally. I'm like, I remember him. And I also remember he moved to Arizona like a year ago. I haven't seen him in like a year, year and a half, truly. And she's like, well, he said that you, <laughs> you went over to his place this past Sunday and that he went down on you and pulled down your sweaty Lululemon pants and like all this other detail. I was like, what, what? are you talking about? I was like, one that is disgusting. <laughs> Yo, nobody wants to be in my Yo, sweaty body Lulu, love, but like Lulu lemon uh, pants. Yo, I wouldn't let anyone down there. What are you talking? Yo, what what kind of maniac? Perf. What kind of maniac perv is like ruining some chick's life with like, hi, this oh check out this Instagram girl. I pulled literally he showed pants. her apparently like a picture of me on the soul cycle. I don't even know if it's still up there. It's very weird. He's like, yeah, he showed me you online. She goes, I, she's like, I saw the text messages between you two. I was like, uh, no, you didn't. Cause that's not me. I was like, clearly girl, check the number. He saved. She's like, yeah. well, I know that now because your number is too, you know, <gasps> whatever. And, and I saw the number, it's not you, but I was like, and, and I just had a moment. I was like outside because I needed to go outside. I couldn't breathe. And I was like, hey, like woman to woman, mm -hmm. like I feel really bad for you. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you a hug over the phone. I'm telling you, I swear on my mom's life. Mm -hmm. This is not me. She goes, well, I know your mom. I was like, oh, wow. This is about to get weird. <laughs> She's like, I called your mom. I was like, Wow. I was like, are you also behind me with a knife? <laughs> I know, honestly. <laughs> she had, like, that's how she found my number. So my sweet mom, my mom is like truly sweetheart angel. And she called my mom at home, somehow found that. I don't know if it's online. I guess you can Google whatever and her number pops up. I need to like figure that out and tell my mom to, the internet to get that out. And my mom, I guess, was like, because she's like, yeah, like I, I ride with your daughter, and you know, I'm like, and 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 I, I listen to the podcast, and she's like the, and she's the best soul cycle instructor like in the world, and like went on and on, and my mom was like, what? But like, okay, like she didn't want to like, like, she's like, what? She's not even that good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She's like, okay, and my mom was asking her a lot of questions. And then she just, she finally gave yeah. her my number. And like, I understand, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. uh, don't care. But my sweet mom, like, and I called my mom after and I told her, she's like, oh my God, I had a feeling. No. <laughs> like she knew it. I was like, it's okay, God, no I worries. So bad for that girl. Dude. Did you say anything to Rich? No, hell no. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what like, I mean? Complicated. Like, no, it's more like, I don't know what he's capable of. I literally do not yeah. know what he's capable of. He's torturing her. Torturing, torturing purposely. Her. It sounds like he wants to just get rid of her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like push yeah. her away. Yeah. But exactly. doing so in a way that is so manipulative and crazy. Yeah. Like he should just be like, but you know, I don't, I don't know how she is in yeah. the situation. Like literally yeah. none of my business, but it became my business for five minutes. And I was like, this is the craziest thing. I really did want to text him and be like, keep my fucking name out of your Yo. goddamn mouth. You fucking pervert. Yeah. 
Like, that's so nasty. She's like, yeah, he said, you guys have been hanging out and like fucking. I was like, oh, I'm going to puke all over my phone. I know. Because he's like it, yo, old. Yo. He, to- he, and- he, he took her to the computer was like, hey, I need to tell you something. And he, he's, like, <laughs> he's like on Google. He's like, Lindsay S. Soul Psycho. And he's like searching through Google images. He's like, yeah, I and sucked he- on that Lululemon pants. <laughs> yeah, it's like the one of you like riding the bike with your, like your hair blowing in the wind. He's like, that's what she does on my dick. Ah! <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh no. Well, wow. Whatever. What anyway. an interesting thing to happen. I'm sure it's just less. Yeah. Dude. And the thing is, is yo. Cause I didn't want to think she was crazy by the way. Of course not. I you mean, know, that's hard, we've dude. all been there. We've all been there in a way. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. Mm, nope. I have not. Probably done it. I just can't think right mm-hmm. now. I've definitely done something like that. Mm-hmm. That pause is so funny when they actually answer and you're like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, now I have to do my script. Yeah, now you're like, hello. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> hello, <laughs> you slut. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> and because you have to like, you've been thinking for so long, you're like walking around. You're like, okay, I'm going to tell her she's a slut. And I'm going to say, hey, I know what you did. I got you. You know what I mean? You're trying <laughs> totally. to like go through everything. Yeah. She finally turned and was like, I'm really glad I called you. I believe you. Oh, and I was like, okay. Support. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad you called too. Like yeah. I, I wish the best. Glad we could clear it up. For you. And I'm going to go wash my Lululemons eight times over because this is freaking me out. Anyway. Anyways, this week. <laughs> this week we have our dear new friend, Danielle Page. Oh, awesome. She's awesome. She's so like... I, I really feel very comfortable with her. I have a lot of fun with her. We've hung out a few times since. She's so sweet, so genuine. And she's just a good, 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 good person. And super yeah. talented. Super, super talented. Um, what I didn't know about her, like when upon first meeting her at at the event that we went to, but that she at the time was going through, you know, a lot of uh, physical pain and illness. And probably we didn't know about it because she chooses not to identify herself as sick, mm-hmm. um, which is something we talked about a little bit, you know, which is an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I kind of see both sides of of that, but it was something I'd never really thought about before to not say I have this or I am suffering with, you know, like what do those thoughts create in the body, which mm-hmm. was really interesting. Yeah. I thought that was groundbreaking. I'm excited mm-hmm. too, to get just a little woo woo and spiritual with y'all with her. Um, Lindsay and I get mini readings, mm-hmm. which is really, really telling. So that was really fun. And then we talked just a lot about her story and what's going on astro- astrologically this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, it was interesting to kind of, uh, you know, we've had our birth chart read before, but it was not different in, in the sense that like it was different information. It was like going a, a bit deeper and a step further in understanding like the the transits and the houses. And it was fun to compare our charts and why, you know, we are together here and doing this now and and all of that. So um, highly recommend working with Danielle you know, for intuitive readings and reading your birth chart and finding your soul purpose. She does soul purpose sessions. So highly recommend. Um, But thank you, Danielle, for coming on. And if this episode resonates with you, you know, it means so much to us. If you share it with friends, family, um, share it on your social media. So on Instagram, tag us, we'll repost. We love that. Make sure you tag Danielle as well. She is at I am Danielle Page 
on Instagram. And if you haven't already, join our secret Facebook group. It's You can search Secret Almost 30 Podcast Group on Facebook. When we are there, there's over 10,000 of us chatting. Every Hanging day. out. And we will be sharing some exciting things with you in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. We're going through a massive rebrand. We have our tour dates coming up. So keep an eye out for those. And the ambassador program is happening. So look on Facebook for the Almost 30 group in your city and you can join that to meet other conscious, amazing babes. Yeah, it's the best. Thanks for listening. We love you. Enjoy this one. Anyway, we are so excited. We have Danielle Page here. The the lovely. She's looking fresh and fine. Oh, thank you. She's looking fresh and fine. We were just talking about 2018. We were kind of like recapping our years and everything that was going on and, you know, how hopeful we are in 2019. And I know you had like a, you know, a crazy year last year and you're feeling really good. And we were talking about too, she had some health issues that I love the way you put it as it was, you know, things that your soul had to go through. It was learnings that you had promised in previous lives. And I'd love to just talk about, you know, that. Yeah, absolutely. So I did, I went through a really intense period from fall of 2017 to all of 2018. And um, I was very, very sick. And um, one thing that I mentioned to both of you is that I was very clear in the beginning that I didn't want to say the diagnosis because I feel like the minute you say that, you become that vibration and it's very hard to heal from that. So I was very clear. That was just my um, intuition. You know, I've respect for anyone that wants to share because obviously it helps other people, but that was just my guidance. And I, I knew that from the beginning that this wasn't who I was. This was a period I was going through. I went through this and, you know, I'm still dealing with things on the tail end, but I'm so much better. But what I learned in this process was that my soul signed up for this. I had to learn about the mind, body, soul experience on a, you know, firsthand basis to really get it. And um, because I can be helping a lot of people with their bodies even more. And so um, it was also upgrades because when we are um, upgrading and getting new light codes and getting new, and for those who don't know what light codes are, it's just basically your energetic body is shifting and changing and you're able to hold more space. Our physical body it gets affected. And so we always get sick when we're upgrading. And so it was a major, major upgrade for the stuff that I am going to be doing in the future and starting to do right now. So I knew that early on. And then I've been working with a medical intuitive who's been amazing and she confirmed that. And um, so I don't really get stuck on what it's called because um, that can really, you know, get people stuck. And it, it, like I said, it keeps you in that vibration. So I just wanted to move through this because I know that I have a lot to do on this earth plane. I incarnated for a very specific reason and I'm here to help. And I knew that I can't stay in that space. So I needed to be there, be present. Like I was in bed most of 2018 off and on. um, And I had to be there, but then really appreciate the moments, learn from it and move forward. And so I'm doing so much better now. Did it open? I've heard from friends and previous guests, like if they've been sick, it's kind of opened them up to spirit. And I know you already have that kind of open communication, but what was that like for you? Yeah. So that's a good question. And What's interesting for me is when I turned 30, my Saturn return, that's when my awakening happened. So I was already open to it. And it's been this whole journey of 10 years now of dealing with this. So this took me to an even deeper level of, you know, I've already surrendered. I've had many dark nights of the soul. I think any healer, anyone that's doing spiritual work has to go through that. Um, So I've had that. So I'm thinking, well, how else, how much deeper can it get? 
But what really happened is it brought me into my body in a different way of total surrender. Because you know there was surrender when I was waking up to spirit. I didn't know what was going on, but I was still kind of in my head, you know, trying to figure this out and trying to see. And then, oh, my third eye is opening, or oh, I'm getting this intuition. But this was brought me in my body in a different way. And so it actually brought me into my heart deeper. And that's something that I've had to learn again for really helping people heal with their body, body image, um, diseases, and so on and so forth. So it was a different kind of surrender, more between me and my heart and my higher self. Mm. Wow. And so, you know, right now when you're kind of feeling good and you're looking cute and, you know, it's 2019, <laughs> you, like, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is sometimes when we're at the, we're, we're over it kind of, we see it in such a beautiful, clear way, but when it's really dark and when you're really in it and when you're in one of those weeks where you haven't left bed, did you have a hard time finding faith? And what was your kind of thought process during that time? Yeah, that's also a beautiful question. It's going to make me cry even thinking about it because- Aww. It was a very hard experience, but here's the thing. And I'm very honest, always, I share a lot on Instagram and, and Facebook. There is something in me that just knew that this was not my truth. So that's what got me through it. I don't know what that is. It's the inner knowing. It's just the same inner knowing that when I had my spiritual awakening and all of a sudden I found astrology and was going to quit my jobs and do this. And everyone thought I was crazy. I'm like, oh, no, no, this is what I'm here for. And again, I made no money for years and I barely had clients, but I kept going. It's the same inner knowing. So it's your truth. So um, yes, it was very hard. And yes, there were many moments. Uh, my best friend was there for me constantly. She's in Australia. So we would FaceTime almost every day and she just would support me as I'm you know, crying because I Love was in her. physical pain. She's, she's incredible. Great. Oh, she's the best ever. Um, I was in such physical pain. And so, but what got me through it is this deep knowing that it was not who I am. And I don't know if everyone has that. I don't know because I can only speak for myself, but I just knew this wasn't who I was forever. And that got me through it. Um, but it was hard. I mean, it was very hard because it was continually like I wouldn't go for a year and a half. I wouldn't go longer than three days without feeling sick. Oh, wow. So, but it became my norm almost, and I would still have to run a business. And also, you know, you look fine on the outside, so people wouldn't see um, what, what was going on. But in the inside, I wanted, it's like horrible, horrible. Um, but so it was just that inner knowing and that that trust. I don't know what it was, except it was my truth. Mm. And you were, t we talked a little bit about some of the practices that you do now, like health-wise that have really been helpful for you. What are some of those things? Yeah. So I'm, Right now, I only eat organic, and I think that has been a major thing that has helped me and heal me. So I'm at Air One every day. I have a membership. They know me. I'm there. Like I can't. I can never leave LA because I know <laughs> it's mm -hmm. the place is addicting. So um, I eat organic, not vegan, mainly vegan. Um, I don't eat red meat, and I barely eat chicken, but I have fish every once in a while. And I just did that because I'm listening to my body, and it just feels good. So I clean eating. I had to change my diet in um, around last year around like uh, April, I went to a functional nutritionist. And so she cleaned a lot up. So I was for a long time, I was soy free, dairy free, grain free. I mean, everything not free. free and not, not, not free, almost mm -hmm. sugar free. I mean, there was everything. And so it was so strict and people were like, that's crazy. But when you, food is medicine, food will either kill you or it will either heal you. So when you put stuff in your body and you physically feel it within five minutes, you know what you can do. So I did that. 
um, and I'm still eating organic and still eating healthy. Um, I go to saunas, infrared sauna, because it's really important to sweat out all the virus. Um, I do lymphatic massage and I do the brushing on myself. I get massages and um, I also, if we're being real honest here, mm-hmm. um, I go get colonics and I do enemas as well. And so the only disclaimer I have with that is I'm very open that I had an eating disorder when I was 21. So I'm very aware that that can lead someone down the wrong path. I'm in an amazing place and that hasn't been an issue for many, many years, but I'm not doing that to lose weight. I'm doing that because I had toxins in me that needed to get out. So I just want anyone that's listening, I don't want you to run and do that to think that this is how you lose weight because it's very dangerous. I do that under doctor's care because it's actually how you detox. Like the virus needs to get, if you don't take an antibiotic, virus needs to leave your body with sweat or, you know, elimination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it a, sorry, small question. Yeah. Is it a regular enema, coffee enema? Like what? So I've never done the coffee one okay. because I don't have caffeine and it everything affects me. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually afraid. I don't know how it's going to affect me because I can't even drink soda or have um, green tea. So I do um, uh, chamomile. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's adorable. That's delicious. Where do you I mean, do it it's at? not so lovely. So I, no? I do one myself. Well, um, yeah, I have I've one. learned. I haven't done it yet. I'm a little... I could, I could help I you. I need a few hours. I, I want to like look at it. I want to hang it up and then I yeah. want to look at it for an hour. Yeah. And then I want to talk to my butthole. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a process. It you really get to know yourself on every level. So I do that. And I also cool. go to Serious Boss sometimes. Mm-hmm. They they do enemas oh, there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. I'm like, let's lay no, it all I, out. I, I, You're thank amazing. you for sharing that. I really appre- <laughs> You're welcome. We, we appreciate that. And yeah. I know it'll help a lot of people. Yeah. And we've, we've never really discussed not identifying yourself with, you know, a disease or a sickness. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really helpful. We're, so in terms of your work in the spiritual world, in astrology and beyond that, I'd love to talk about where, when that started, how that started and why that started. Oh my gosh. So it's an amazing story, which that I had no idea this was what I was moving into. Mm-hmm. So um, before 30, I every job I ever had, I didn't like. And I thought it was me and I was miserable. And I mean, not miserable, but like, you know, when you're at a job and you're just like, somebody shoot me, right? Yes. Just need mm-hmm. to leave here. So um, <laughs> my background is in interior architecture. I went mm. to grad school for four and a half years and I did that. And I was working at an architecture firm wow. in Boston. I was living there. Wow. And it was amazing. Different. Totally different. I went to school there. So I know. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Where'd you go? I went to BC. Oh, nice. I was at Suffolk. They have an oh, art program at cool. Suffolk University. Great. Yeah. Sounds prestigious. I know. Right. Yeah. My, Where, is Suffolk downtown? Yeah. It's, uh, they have really one know. on Beacon Hill and then there's also oh, like yeah, Arlington, yeah, yeah. I think That's it is. Right. Yeah. God, I haven't right. thought about that in 10 years. That's <laughs> so weird. I know. So I was doing that and working at really a, an amazing architecture firm that people would have loved to get in, but I wasn't happy. And I just knew that there was something more, but I had no clue what that was. And I think that's really important to share with people because people are in the same spot. I'm like, I didn't come here to do this. And, you know, I was doing blueprints and literally drawing urinals from hospitals all day long and zooming in. I was like, somebody shoot me. You're like, like, I'm going to put a gold tassel on this one. (laughs) I mean, it was like, I'm literally zooming in and doing like cross sections of urinals. I'm like this, Wait, you know. That's that shit where you're like, yeah, I work in an architecture for people like, cool. Yeah. And it's true. like, no. what do you do all day? That's yeah. like the real question is like, what yeah. do you do all day? Wow. I was measuring urinals and talking to the engineering department for the HVAC. 
He's like, like, but what if my dick is big? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure like working with men, they just have all these. Yeah. I was like, we have the extra large section to the left, please. (laughs) (laughs) So I was doing that and it was miserable. And then this is, this is the incredible story, which I always said would go in a book and it will be in my book one day, which is amazing. So I was living with someone in Boston. We went to Paris together and it was my 30th birthday and we get to Paris and he breaks up with me on my 30th birthday in Paris. Okay. As you I, do. Right. And I literally was that like- takes a lot of effort. I said, couldn't you have either done this before or after? I mean, uh, I, I said, people are getting engaged around us, literally, at like at the Eiffel Tower. And I said- and we're breaking up. And I mean, this is no joke. What was what his, did he say? Yeah. He was, I mean, I, honestly, part of the reason is they had communication problems, right? But um, so <laughs> I'm like, could you have told me this sooner, right? So um, he was just like, he really couldn't say anything. And I'm like, okay, well, we're here together for two weeks, all of France. Oh, I'm not working. First no. of all, I was really happy. And I said, I'm not going to let you ruin my time. I said, I don't even actually know what's going on. I was in denial. And I said, so we're going to have fun. Cause I'm like, I don't actually, I think you need to get over this. <laughs> I was in yeah. denial. I'm like, like, I don't, you still want to be I with will me. Right. You otherwise. Right. And I was, I was like, I don't actually know what's happening. And wow. this is crazy. Cause you're like, you, cause you're like, you can't be this dumb. Totally. <laughs> That's what it, it's totally. really like. Not even Must have like, been the you can't caviar. be this right. dumb. I'm like, are you like PMSing? Like what's yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? It doesn't even make sense. So, you know, we were there for two weeks. Anyways, we come back and we break up and I was living with him. So I had to move out. So in that moment, I, this was really interesting. I went on a walk and I got this download, but at the time I didn't really know it was a download. I was always very intuitive, but like not really consciously aware of it. Right. So I got this download that I was told you need to move back to California. That's Mm -hmm. obviously where I'm from. And I was like, okay. So I went back. I mean, there was a little detour to New York, but that's not important. Anyways, I went for a couple of months, tried to live it up, but I was like crying every day. So I'm like, this shit's not. As you do. Right. So I'm like, this is not yeah, working. That is New York. Totally. Yeah, every day I see someone crying. <laughs> right. It's kind of like part for the hey course. Hey girl. Yeah, and literally. I'm like, who's trying to like get a design job when the economy tanked? Just out of a breakup, sleeping on couches in New York. I'm like, no, I got to go home. So I was there for like a couple of months, two months or something. Anyways, I came back to California and came back to move um, in with my parents who I haven't lived with since I was 18. So I'm 30 at this point. So first of all, thank God that they were there for me and I had a place to go. But the other turn of events is this was in what was it like 2009 when the economy tanked? I can't even remember. It's like all a big blur when the economy really crashed. So there were absolutely no design jobs. All my friends that were architects, designers, everyone was getting fired, moving at home. I couldn't find a job. So I was interning, actually. I interned with Kelly Worsler because I love her and I wanted to work for her. But here I have a master's degree and I'm interning for free, you know, just so I can get in. But then she's laying everyone off. She's laying everyone off because the economy was horrible. So I'm working for free, driving from the Valley to West Hollywood for free, right? But this is when things started shifting. So I was at home and I started waking up and having these dreams that were super intense And I would wake up and I would almost, I would actually be crying and I would feel it. And it would take me a little bit of time to actually kind of shake the dream. And I'm like, well, this is really weird because I haven't had dreams this intense. So that kept happening and happening. And then I started getting information in dreams and all of a sudden I'd be going about my day and like, I would see the same pattern. Like if I'm at the architecture firm, I would see the same fabric pattern that I saw in my dream or something would happen. Like I would hear someone say something that was in my dream and I'm like, okay, whoa, 
like this is getting trippy. So you have to understand this is 10 years ago where it's not like um, Instagram or Facebook and everyone's so open and everyone's going to be saging people. You know, this is like, what is happening? I had nobody to go to. I didn't know. And all the people that were open to this stuff that I could find were just, I didn't resonate with them. It was kind of freaky to me, you know? Mm. So I'm like, I don't actually know what's happening. And then I started, (laughs) this is the best part. I started um, waking up in the middle of the night and seeing spirits. So actually seeing spirits as if I'm looking at you or you, but they were like translucent or transparent. Mm -hmm. I don't know the word, Mm -hmm. but you know, they were like white. So I'm like that scared. The Were crap you actually out of me. awake or in a I would dream wake up. Scene? Okay. And okay, I would okay. I would lose my shit what because I'm like just looking at me or just kind of floating. Totally. Totally. It's just As like they do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and typical spirit <laughs> floating around. <laughs> we're like, can you close the blinds? Yeah, I'm like while you're up. <laughs> I freaked out. So I, I was not calm Damn. about it because I've never seen anything like this. So wow. I think you hear like a lot of mediums and stuff. They kind of grew up and they knew the stuff. I'm telling you, I wasn't like I was intuitive and just kind of like a sixth sense, but it stopped there. So that scared me so bad that I didn't sleep with the lights off for two weeks because I actually was terrified. And then what happened is I started getting, in hindsight, I could see this, but I didn't really know at the time I started getting information. And I was like, it was like I had a clear connection to spirit and they were showing me to meditate. And I'm like, I've never meditated before. So I would just sit down and I'm like, what am I doing? Right. But I would just listen and I would actually get into this beautiful deep state And I started learning that there's more beyond the physical realm. Like that was my first thing that, okay, this life that we think, this is not actually reality. So there's more. And so that was a huge wake up call of, wow, there's something here. And so then I started loving this. And the funny part is I was actually really scared. I was going to tell my parents that I thought there was something wrong with me because here I am living in their house now, all of a sudden having like an identity crisis. I thought, seeing spirits. And I thought I was going crazy, but then I realized that, and again, I always apologize for saying this, but you have to understand this was my process. I don't mean to call anyone crazy, but if someone is legitimately not like sane, they're not going to have the hindsight to be like, oh my God, I'm acting crazy or I feel like I'm crazy. So I said, wait a minute, I'm not actually crazy because I wouldn't think that if I was doing something. So I said, the fact that I have this much consciousness makes me see, okay, I'm actually just seeing into other dimensions. So that was the turning point of like, Mm. there is something here. So then it started my awakening. This was at 30. And then I, you know, started literally seeing stuff in other realms. And, you know, when I opened up, my psychic abilities were so strong, full force. They've definitely pulled back since then, but it was like Pandora's box open. So it was like, I could just look at you and kind of know everything that you've been through in your entire life. Mm. It's not like that now. Mm. Um, So now I'm kind of moving back into that direction of integrating it back in because it was just like a flash flood that opened. So that's been my journey over time and working with healers and clearing. And I basically had to clear out. So my early thirties were spent from like 30 to 35, 36 were literally spent healing myself, learning astrology, which I'll tell you that part in a moment, clearing out old behavioral patterns, basically shedding the old Danielle. And it was painful. So when I went had that upgrade just last year, I mean, I thought it was done with like the intensity that I went through, but my soul is climbing, right? I don't know. I signed up for a big thing. So it's constantly about moving back and peeling back the layers and getting to your true authentic self. So my thirties were busy with like building a business, understanding what I was doing, learning the online world, learning astrology, 
healing myself and clearing. So now that I'm 40, I honestly feel like my life is just starting. So I feel oh. amazing because of that. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. What were some of the old behavioral patterns that you had to work through to get rid of? I think just it's really connected to our ego. Like we all have ego and obviously I still do. I'm definitely not perfect and I don't want to ever even come off or pretend like I am. So I'm constantly still working on myself, but it's just our thought patterns. So just even shifting that there is something out there besides the physical realm, um, shifting that, um, you know, I had a lot of heartbreak um, through life with relationships. It was a lot of lessons I've had to learn. So getting out of the old patterns of, um, and learning that I'm worthy, you know, when in my early thirties, it was real hard think, cause you know, lots of breakups and lots of pain and, and wondering, you know, am I pretty enough? Am I this enough? Right. And so now I don't even feel that at all, but that was my twenties and my thirties. So it's just shifting everything of just who the old Danielle was to get into the truth of who Danielle is. Mm. You mentioned a couple of times that, you know, you signed up for, so I'd like love to have you explain that to our audience, what that means. Yeah. So we all, before we incarnate, best way to describe this is we have a soul contract. And so that's why I love astrology too, because it talks a lot about what your purpose is, what you're here for. And we have many lessons and things that we came for. And I've, since I was very young, I always knew I was here to do something big, but I never knew what that was because I can't sing. I'm not a dancer. I'm not like a painter. You know, I didn't, there was nothing that I really excelled at because my opening didn't happen until 30, right? So almost 30, mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an amazing name. So I always wondered what that was, but I knew that I was here for something big. And so we do our soul signs up for, we have a contract. So yes, we have tons of free will because um, I could decide how I want to navigate, but we all have missions. We all have stuff that we're here for. And I know that I'm here to help raise the consciousness of the world and help awaken people to their truth um, and their soul. And so I chose to do that through astrology and, you know, I'm working on other things, um, like working on mediumship, working on uh, medical intuition. These things are coming in now and I, I haven't been able to force them. So I would never advertise that I'm those things because I'm learning those things right now. Mm-hmm. So, but we have all have many gifts, you know, it's just a matter of time when it opens. Yeah. What was your um, journey into astrology? How did you find yeah, it? So I was... Again, everything is meant to be. So in that time when there were no design jobs and I was working with Kelly Worsler, I was also working part-time at a property management company um, to get money. And I'm sorry, but (laughs) don't mean to offend anyone, but property management is a horrendous job because basically they're only coming in to yell at you if there's something wrong in the condo, in the building. And so where I was working, it was like really like the people were just not nice. It was like, Mm. low vibration. So here I am an empath, not knowing, working with people who literally come in. We had to have security in front. People would throw things at me and scream at me. And I'm not, you know, afraid to say something, but I'm at a job and I'm not like, you know, but it was also emotionally taxing, you know? So anyways, I was supposed to be there because the IT guy, he would come in as a consultant. We became friends. We went out to dinner one day and he, um, he could tell, he told me, um, earlier on that when he first saw me, he knew that there was like connection from past life, like not a romantic, but like he knew that we were supposed to meet. And so he was into all this stuff, like astrology and energy. And I was just opening up to it. And so we went out to dinner one night and he said, do you want me to read your chart? And I'm like, yeah, what is that? Right. And I have no idea. And he's like, oh, okay. So he, I gave him my birth information. He pulls up my chart 
and he read my chart and I'm like, this is amazing that you know this much about me without like personally, like private stuff without really knowing me. And so that night I was like, this is really cool um, because I've always loved psychology. And so I went home that night and I basically went on the internet and I Googled everything I could about astrology and I didn't stop until the sun came up. And then from that moment on, I basically taught myself astrology. And then afterwards I started taking classes with teachers. And the thing is, you know, I was never like that good of a student in school. Like it was fine, whatever, but I wasn't like in the honors program. And I mean, the SATs, forget about it. I think I got points to write my name because my <laughs> mind just doesn't even work like that. Yeah. I was like, oh God, this is a problem. So, but this was so easy for me. And astrology is complex, but it's a language of the stars and it's a language of archetypes. And I basically taught myself because my soul has done this so many times before. It was wow. it was just like so easy. So within a couple years, I was then doing it I quit my old jobs and I was doing this professionally. And I mean, I'm still learning. I still take classes and I'll be learning till I'm a hundred because that's astrology. So I'm always reading, always listening to podcasts, always working with teachers, always just going deeper. But astrology, it was so easy for me because my soul has just done this. It was when I found it, it was, or when it found me, it clicked and it was like, this is what I'm here for. And so now I use this as a tool to help people understand their purpose, what they're here for, their behavioral patterns. And then with it, you know, psychic information comes through and we just go with it. So, wow. yeah. I feel like full moons are so hot right now. Like everyone's talking about full moon and the rituals and everything like that. Are there, is the ritual that you do for the full moon specific to the type of full moon based on the, the month of the year or or tell me about full moons, their rituals and like the differences between them. Yeah, absolutely. So full moons are really powerful because they're a time when the sun is opposing the moon and the energy is heightened. So if you think about it, you know, people feel like they're going crazy. They're losing their mind. You know, they're feeling like a lunatic. Lunatic comes from the word la luna, which is the moon, right? So the moon rules your emotion. So when it's full, it's at its height. So it's like our glass is full of water and we're just pouring open. So it is actually one of the most sacred times to do rituals because the energy is so heightened and so powerful and we're so connected. So I actually do, um, I've been doing this for about three and a half, maybe four years now, uh, full moon uh, virtual circles online. So every month, and I do, I I do them around the specific full moon. So there's always a theme with the moon. And so we talk about that and I do healing energy based on the theme that it's going for. So it's really important around the full moon to, um, I use it as an opportunity because we're all busy. We're all busy, every single one of us. And as much as we want to say, okay, I sit there and I meditate and I connect back to myself. I mean, we don't, we're really busy. Life happens. So I do these as a ritual because these women know, and it's like the same people over and over again, they come back and also some men can, are doing it too now, but they come back and they have an hour where you put everything away and you're just listening and I'm guiding them and connecting them. So it's really powerful. And it's a really beautiful time for manifestation of just allowing energy. Um, one thing I have to say, a lot of people during full moons, they say to let go, you have to let go, but it's not really about a letting go. That's more the dark moon, balsamic moon. Full moon is almost like everything just comes to a head. So you're just mm. sitting there and it's almost like you allow instead of let go, you allow the energy to be what it is. And then you work from that space. So it's almost like you're in your power and it's a really, really beautiful place. Mm. Wow. And the types of like, so there's like Leo full moon or like specific types of full moons. What do those mean? Yeah. The, well, there's all different. Every month there's a new moon based on um, the opposite sign of where the sun is. 
currently. So like we just had the Leo full, full moon and that was all about heart opening. So I did a theme on healing your heart and helping people go in and really healing the pain in their hearts. Wow. What about, not to go back too far, but in relation yeah. to healing the heart, what about that relationship that you had and he broke up with you quite suddenly? What about like being in that and then the opening up was significant to you? And I, I can imagine there are maybe some you know women out there who might be in or out of a relationship yeah. and feeling blocked or super open, whatever it is, just kind of correlating that energy with another person and then your your connection to higher purpose. That is such a long-winded way of just <laughs> wanting to know more about yeah. kind of that time and how it opened you up. Well, it's really funny because at the time of the breakup, I obviously didn't know about astrology. So after I learned it, I went back and I put um, the transits, which are the planets in the sky, and I put uh, those against my birth chart because I wanted to see the time. And so I now know what was going on in hindsight because I can see everything. So that breakup was actually supposed to happen because it was setting me on the trajectory of my life. Now, did Ooh. it need to happen that way? No, because right. that's free will, right? That was his choice. Um, so it didn't need to happen that way, but we needed to break up because now, I mean, we are not, like I'm a completely different person. It would have never worked. Oh God, help me. Right. You know, um, not saying anything bad about him, but just, we're just two different people. So it had to have happened. And that what started my journey. So here's the thing that I want to tell, cause there's other women out there. You know, I was 30 years old after we broke up. I was trying to get us back together. I mean, I was working real, I'm a Taurus, I'm dedicated. I was working real hard on getting, you know, first of all, that's way too masculine and no woman should be begging a man. But I'm going to tell you that I was, and I was really trying to get us back together because I was so in love, right? I was a completely different person. But first of all, don't ever beg. <laughs> that's the first lesson. Like really have self-respect. Don't ever beg. I would never, ever do that right now. But I did that and I want to be open because again, not perfect. And mm -hmm. it's, yeah, we've all done that. And it's important to see that, you know, this happens, but also that it, again, it was supposed to happen. Like it was part of my journey. It was part of the process. When I saw the transits happening, like, I don't know how else to say it. It was literally written in the stars that this breakup was shifting me in a different direction, you know? So what is a transit? Oh, so transits are the planets in the sky. So right now, you know, where if you talk about if Mercury is retrograde or where the moon oh. is, the sun is. So those are all the planets. And then when you put them um, in your birth chart and you put them against the planets that you were born with, you can see cycles and timing of events that happen. So it's not about prediction, like saying, oh, you're definitely going to do this. It's more like a theme. And so what was interesting was Uranus, the planet of separation, revelation, and like shock and shaking things up was sitting on top of my Venus, okay? So that is one of the biggest indicators of a breakup. <laughs> Little did I know, right? But it was, right? And then there was other stuff going on with my Saturn return and my awakening. Um, so everything made sense. So if I would have understood astrology, I would have never also tried to get us back together because you're basically like banging your head against the wall with something that is not supposed to be for your soul, for my path, because I needed to grow. And this this was destined for me, this time to be back at my parents' house, to connect back with myself, to just come alive and learn who I was. So yeah, my early 30s were whew, intense, let wow. me tell you. Mm. For someone that wants to do their chart on their own, where should they go? And then thinking about looking at it, it's like symbols and numbers yeah. and 
shapes and stuff, like what would you suggest that they do? Yeah. So they can go to astro.com is a free website. Um, also my new website, that's not out yet, but it will be soon. You can, you're going to be able to pull up your birth chart on it. So that'd be great. But right now you can go to astro.com. It's a little complex, but um, I actually sell, uh, I don't mean to like oh, no. yeah. <laughs> pitch this, but I do sell, um, uh, an, it's called Astro Hacked, how to hack your ass. Oh, that's me. cool. How to hack that. your astrology chart. That's great. Um, and I show people step-by-step step how to pull it up with astro.com. So I do that and it's cheap. It's like $44. Wow. So yeah, so I show people how to do that. But also, you know, it is, it's symbols and you have to learn. So right now I'm teaching my fourth astrology class and I'll be teaching another one in the fall. Um, but if people, you know, just start Googling, you have to be careful about what you read because there's a lot of information out there that is not accurate. But once you start understanding that every planet, every sign, every it's it's all archetypes. So once you understand like what is the archetype of Leo, what is the archetype of Virgo or Pisces, right? Then you can apply it to, okay, this is what the sun in Virgo means or the sun in Pisces means. So you have to start with the foundations and then really build upon there. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to give our listeners a sense of you know, exactly what type of information you can get when you do pull up your birth chart and you either get a reading or try to do it yourself. So I know you've done our charts, so maybe selfishly wanting to dig into our charts, but I think people will just get a better sense of like what this experience is. Yeah. Okay. Who do I start with? I have a quick question first before you go. What is the difference between Indian astrology? Like, isn't there a different Vedic? What is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't study Vedic astrology, so I don't really know much about it, but it is different. Um, It's based on, I believe, if if I'm correct, I believe it's based on the stars. And ours is based on the season. So tropical um, Western Zodiac is based on the season. So I don't study um, Vedic astrology. It's just different. I know that the like everyone would be a different sun sign. Like it's pushed back, I think 20, 20 something degrees. So I would, I'm a Taurus. I'd be an Aries sun and everything would be pushed back. So I don't know. I can't say too much about it because I just haven't studied it because my soul has done this. So I don't know, but it it is different. Seasons. It's based on the seasons. Oh, Oh, that's complicated question. Yeah. Yeah. It's based. So Aries starts in the spring. That's the beginning of the Zodiac, zero degrees of Aries. So it's based on, yeah. yeah, And so it's based on the seasons and the um, equinox and the solstices. Okay, Those are really um, like anchor points into time and space. Mm. So yeah, it gets complex. Wow. Good question. Yeah. Let me do Lindsay first. Okay. So is there anything specific you want to know about your chart and you want me just to do my thing? And Yeah, do your thing. Okay. So yes, in order to pull up a birth chart, you need to have your birth time, your date, um, and exact, um, I should say the exact time, the date, and the location. So you put that into astro.com and it pulls up a chart. And then from there, you know, it's layered and layered and layered. You know, one thing I'll say before I start is that it takes a year to really fully understand your chart. I would say a year or more. So this birth chart that we have, this is the exact moment that you took your first breath here on earth. It's basically where all the stars and the constellations were aligned in energetic format. So it becomes imprinted into your soul because at the end of the day, we're energy, we're energetic beings. So mm. this is your map of your soul. 
And again, it shows you behavioral patterns. It shows you purpose. It's many, many things. What I focus on is soul astrology. So I love getting into people's soul and really seeing what they're here for, what makes them tick, how they work through some of their blocks and and issues. And and we just move through that. Mm. So what I love to do is start with the nodes. The nodes in the chart are really important. And it's actually, so when I was studying astrology, I got this intuitively that we need, I need to do this, but I learned later on that they're part of Vedic astrology more, but intuitively I learned that this is important. So now I focus on the nodes. The nodes, um, we have a South node and a North node, and they basically at this axis of your soul. So in, before I can look at your sun and your moon and the Venus and Mars and all those like fun things, I need to understand who you are on a soul level and where your soul came from. So the South node shows me your deeply ingrained behavioral patterns, who you are at the core, you know, what is natural to you. I, I, I like to say that the South node is almost like having another sun sign because we're actually so much like our South node that it becomes a part of us. Um, we're growing into our sun sign, okay? Um, the idea is to understand our south node because there's gifts there, which I'll talk about yours. Um, but then the process of our soul's evolution is really to move towards our north node. So the north node is this journey that will happen throughout our entire life. So it's not like in one month, you're going to get this or in a year we're constantly working on our North Node and going that direction. And this talks to me on the most simplistic level of one of the main reasons why your soul incarnated, what you're here to work on and what you're here to really learn and embody. That's the thing is to really move towards this vibration and become this energy. And it's hard for all of us because it's totally opposite from what we're used to. Now you have some interesting things in your chart because you have a bit of a dichotomy, you have like a dance going on. Okay, so just to start with, you have your south node um, in Libra, okay, but it's in the first house. Now, houses are areas of life, and the first house has the vibration of Aries, which is opposite of Libra. So I don't want to confuse anyone, but so it's, we're already doing a dance. Mm. So you actually are pretty independent. However, there's this part of you with um, Libra, it's like very much fairness and equality and I want things to be right and I want to do what's good for my partner. You know, I actually don't even know are you in a relationship or, mm-hmm. okay, so we'll talk about this. It's me. Um, yeah, no, I know you. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. my, the partner's me. She's yeah. my arm. <laughs> well, oh yeah, we got to talk about, because I saw some past life connections between you guys Obviously. in the chart. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys, yeah, but it's it's like- Hey baby. It's yeah. Honestly, hello so sweetie. so spot on. Yeah, you guys are back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> For better or worse, we're back. We're back. When we do ayahuasca, it's going to be insane. They need to separate oh, us. I know. They're going to have to because Our I feel like your your Jesus your Christ. energies are going <laughs> to. You said Jesus Christ before I said sex. I, I'm taking. You knew. <laughs> it's like you knew. I'm wearing a chastity belt, baby. <laughs> Lock, Lock me up. up. You might be like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Like I know. This. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, there is a part of your energy. So here's the thing: the split is there's an independence to you that you want to like kind of do your own thing. And there's a privacy to you as well. And we'll get into that. But there's also this um, energy about being fair and being right and being balanced and like friendships and equality. And there's that vibration of like, okay, what works for you? And I just want this to be right and fair. Now, none of that stuff is bad. That's how you're wired. What's interesting for you is one of, and should I just be Yes, please. One of your lessons, one of your major things that your soul came for is relationships because you have your North Node in the house of marriage and relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're learning how to be in an equal partnership. And so what's interesting is your North Node is in Aries. And so 
you're not only learning again how to maintain your independence, but how to like how to have that independence, but in relationships and not lose yourself in that. So that's the balancing Spot act. On. She's yeah. a giver. Spot yeah, that's Libra. On, Libra so. is very much like, okay, you know, um, I didn't want this, but like, it's okay, we'll do it for you or like whatever's fair, right? And so you're learning to be like, okay, I'm going to step into my power. That's North Node in Aries says, I am independent, I am powerful, I'm strong, I'm courageous. It's about my needs and my wants. However, we're still integrating that into a relationship. So that's good because sometimes when I see people with a North Node Aries, they get afraid that they're going to be alone in this lifetime. And really no one's supposed to be alone unless we're a monk on a hill. So that's mm-hmm. just, you know, but your North Node is in the house of relationships. So I know that's where you're moving towards. Mm-hmm. Now, um, if we want to go even deeper, the ruler of your North Node and the ruler, uh, your chart ruler. So two heavy hitters, I say in your chart are sitting in your 12th house with your sun sign. The 12th house is hidden, okay? So first of all, really psychic, really in tune, really sensitive. It takes on, even though you're a Virgo, you take on a lot of Pisces energy. So you have Mm. a flavor of Pisces. So really like way more probably um, sensitive than you probably let people know. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel things deeply and there's also a privacy to you. Even though you do a lot of public stuff, there's this privacy and this need to retreat is super strong. You're going to have to get this space, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But the ruler of your North Node is in the 12th house. So when that happens, it's like we have to find a way to access this because what's ever in the 12th house, you know, astrologers like to say it's the house of serve or suffer. And what they mean by that is, it's very shadowy when you're in Pisces territory, which you know very well. Pisces is a slippery slope of, am I in the spiritual realm? Am I helping or am I saving? Am I giving you too much, this, you know, shirt off my back and it's going to, you know, not help me? Or am I like, where are my boundaries, right? Yes. So you have, part of your mission is to ha- how do we get this energy out of your 12th house and use it for the highest good? So for you, you have to emotionally uplift people. There is the strongest need because your sun sign's there, because your chart ruler and because your north node ruler, it's all in the 12th house. It's all about you are here to emotionally support and uplift people. Now that doesn't mean rescuing relationships and rescuing people that you're with. Um, but it's like doing this, like these um, podcasts and everything that you're doing is, it's not just like, let's go on and talk. It's you're actually helping people emotionally connect to themselves because that is your mission. You're here in life to literally serve and connect with people in that way. Mm. And then when you're using that for the highest good, and it's all in Virgo, so it's about healing. And so that for you, there's actually a connection between to the physical and the emotional as well. So I don't know if you've explored that yet, but also we grow into our charts. So I might say something that hasn't really hit yet and it might take five years, it might take 10 years. What do you mean by the Um, connection? Because you're a Virgo, Virgo is all about healing with the body and like healing in this earth plane, but it's in your 12th house of emotional health. So there could be a big correlation. When I I look at like some medical astrology in your chart, there's some stuff with your moon making a square to Mars. So I'm wondering... If you have some health stuff with like stomach mm-hmm. stuff, because usually moon Mars is like a lot of stomach um, stuff. Mm-hmm. So okay. there's, there's stuff that you could be learning that's actually helping you become who you need to wow. become. Right. Wow. Yeah. That, so I mean, that was a lot. We just laid a lot on at once, but I'm nodding hard. I mean, all of that is spot on. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's so interesting. The, yeah, the, the purpose is interesting and resonates and also just the purpose within relationships is something that I've realized in the last few years and I haven't been able to practice it yet. 
but I know so clearly that that is part of what I'm supposed to learn, you know, because I spent a lot of time just being for the other and totally the expense of my emotional and physical well-being. So, yep. That is, and I would be shocked if you said you weren't doing that because that's your south node. So the good thing is you're not doing anything wrong. You're literally wired that way. So it's not like right. I don't want people to beat themselves up. You know, we just we always play out the shadow energy of the south node. So it's learning what the higher expression is. So you, you actually have a really great way of like being a mediator, like bringing the peace, bringing the calm, like making sure everything is fair and balanced and right. Like that's actually one of your gifts. And so you're going to use it, whether you know it or not, it's mm-hmm. there because that's the higher expression of the energy, but we grow and we evolve into this energy. So like, there's some stuff in my chart I'm just seeing now that I didn't get until years ago, but I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing how I express this differently and how mm-hmm. I use this because we're constantly evolving and the chart, it's like a living, breathing entity with us. Wow. So it moves. And also for you, I know that you give, you have your Venus in the 12th house. So you are a giver for sure. When people have that there, you have to really make sure that you're able to receive. That's a big thing, Mm -hmm. like really receiving because you could give, 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 give. And there's sometimes, you know, with relationships that you have to make sure that you're, you know, that you're very, you're worthy of them and you're not, you know, cutting yourself short or being in like a relationship with someone that like, doesn't, this is my girlfriend or this is my wife. Like you need to be brought to center stage, not like just someone's like behind the scenes. Right. Because there could be a lot of that with this. I see. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That was great. She's got a lot going on in there. Why are there so many colors and yeah, every chart's different. We all have um, different aspects. These are called aspects and squares. So. It's like ours are kind of not the same, but flipped almost. Yeah. Like yours lives on the I other. I don't have a lot happening. No, you do. I'm a we dead all person. Do. <laughs> I'm a dead you're person. A, you're definitely. Yeah, honestly. Well, you are a Pisces, so you might be half alive. Half alive. I know, that's kidding. true. That's true. <laughs> no, you, you have a lot going on. And even if we don't see that many aspects, these are called T-squares. So there's a lot of pressure going towards this 12th house which means when we flip it, you have to activate the sixth house. Um, And sixth house is about day-to-day work, um, our body, our physical realm, being here, being present, really making things easier for people. You guys have some same things like that. So you have a lot in your sixth house and hers is empty, but you're learning to bring this into Mm. this energy rather than it being just like behind the scenes. But you guys have a lot of similarities because you're obviously a Pisces as well and you have a lot of Pisces energy. Mm. Okay. Also, four, I just want to tell you this, four months ago for you, your progressed moon moved into Leo. So basically, long story short, because that could be a whole other episode, <laughs> progressed moon, um, we have a progressed moon, it changes signs every two and a half years. So every two and a half years, we go through this different flavor of maybe we're more introverted or more extroverted. So four months ago, it moved for you from cancer. So you were probably the last two and a half years more introverted. So four months, you probably felt a difference and a shift. So yeah. Leo is way more fun. Leo is um, more outgoing, more yang energy, more fire energy, and it wants to celebrate and express itself That's more. So weird. Cool. Yeah. I know. I, I think I told you, I like, I just want to celebrate more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's been <laughs> saying that a lot. And I'm like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. You have <laughs> no, to no. get Progress- back to work. No. <laughs> Progress noon. Punches me. Honestly, I'm like, we celebrate later, bitch. <laughs> yeah. She's got to. Oh, I The reason why you're saying that is funny because your progress moon is at 19 degrees of Capricorn and Capricorn is all work now. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. When is it out? So you have, um, it goes to about 30 degrees. So you have like 11 more, like 10, basically 10, 11 more months 
of it. And then it will shift into cool. Aquarius where mine is right now. And that will be What's like- that like? That it's funny because I, you know, honestly, I just do what I want and I don't give a fuck what people think. Like that's just my energy and my personality. Mm-hmm. And Aquarius is like, I don't give a fuck what you think. So now it's even more of like, Fun. I'm just doing whatever. Yeah. Like I just posted something really controversial um, about birth control on Instagram and I got all these things. And I was like, I actually had no reaction either way because I'm just re- I'm relying laying information from source. And so you can yell at me if you want or not, but this is what I got. So it is what it is. Wow. Don't care. <laughs> Don't That's care. interesting that Capricorn energy, I'm feeling mm. that shit. Capricorn is all work. Yeah. Um, it really wants to get things structured, business, how we implement systems, organize, mm. organize. So cash money. Totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me right now. I know that's how I was too. And I, but it's like, it's, it's good. You're going to organize a lot and, and figure shit out. Mm. Like that's what Capricorn does. Good. We're trying. It's so good. Yeah. Boss lady here. Yeah, that's whip. why it's so cool. The whip. Like our mm-hmm. partnership mm-hmm. because yeah. we are like different in those ways, but it works. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. So. And we go through different periods. Okay. So for you. 11 months sounds good too to like switch. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. It just, it's. I might die before. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Capricorn, when I was going through it, like I actually felt very like stiff a lot and very like void of emotion in some ways. And from, 100%. yeah, and I mean, you're a I say that all the time Pisces with a like, Scorpio like, moon, so it's different. It's like more stoic. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't know if because I'm a Cancer moon too, water moon too, like you. And so it was very stoic. Yeah, and I'm it's like, very interesting. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it feels so masculine. It's yes. crazy. Yes, like I'm yes. just like, yo, this is what it is. Yes, this is business. <laughs> when I, I said when Peace someone love. someone could have come to me with like that was like bleeding, and I would have been like, what do you need? Like just really Dude, like, yo, I was and I a, was like, stop crying. I'm like, what's wrong? And I'm like, whoa, I'm I'm a numb. I was on a podcast <laughs> that was like an advice podcast, and I literally was like, she's got to go through it. <laughs> like I honestly was like weird. It was like though. not cool at all. I was so bad at advice. Next I was like, question. this is part of her path. <laughs> like she's like, it's true. Uh, whatever. Because Capricorn has wisdom in it from yeah. the journey. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So for you, let's look at your nodal system. And so what's interesting is here we go. Your south node is in the second house and it's in Virgo. So let's talk about Virgo for a moment. Virgo is all about details, organization, really making sure everything is right, concise. So it, it takes on the same almost energy as that Capricorn. So it's like you're really in that like earth energy, um, you know, produce material resources, money. Um, you know, Virgo wants to make sure there's a checklist, make sure everything is organized. And so that's okay. That's actually one of your gifts to be like, we got this done. We're, we're moving on, right? We're very um, synchronized. We're in sync. We're using our logic and it makes sense. Where you're learning is really beautiful because your North Node is in Pisces and it's conjunct, meaning touching your sun sign. So when anyone has their North Node conjunct their sun, it's almost like you have a step up from the universe because all of us, like you don't know how to do your North Node. I don't know how to do my North Node, but you're already living that because your sun sign there. So the universe is like saying, here's a ladder for you. We're giving you a step in your journey, okay? So with a North Node in Pisces, you're supposed to surrender a lot of that logic, which might be hard while you're in a progressed moon phase right now. All about trust, faith, um, having compassion for yourself and for other people, and really believing in something before you get the facts. Because Virgo wants the facts, 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 right? Um, so you're really moving to this place of total surrender, total trust, and also 
really letting go and transformation because it's in the eighth house of mm. other people's resources. Of It's like the psychological house. It's the Scorpio house and you're a Scorpio moon. So if your journey in this lifetime is really deep in the emotional realm, in the like the inner world to go deep into that. And with Pisces, it's like you're really learning about developing your psychic abilities to a whole new level, um, even more so than now. And really developing, again, this like trust and faith without seeing it and knowing that this is what I believe and I'm going to go for it. Whereas that Virgo is like, no, I need the facts. I need to make sure. And also you have a moon in Gemini. So yours is similar. Like you want a lot of facts too. So you're really moving to the space of really surrender and going deep into the realm that doesn't always exist on the physical plane. Right. And, and, and that's shadowy, Right. So, but Pisces, I mean, you're here to be on clouds. So enjoy this Capricorn progress moon because when it shifts out, it'll be a lot lighter for you. Mm. But right now we're all where we are because we have work to do, Yeah. right? But what's so interesting is that your South Node, so South Node is past life energy, is conjunct, meaning touching your sun sign. So already Mm. immediately, that's an indication of past life connection. And so that means that you are either the father or a male figure in her life. Now, I don't know what other people have told you. I know you've gone to a lot of psychics, but I actually have no idea what people have told you. Cool. But here's the thing. We have many past lives. This Never is, heard father before. <laughs> we've had we've had many yeah, past really lives. Do have some yeah, yeah, yeah. My perfect dad. <laughs> I know it's, it's like sorry, but dude, that's the truth. This Whoa. is the most um, recent one because we we have other. We're also existing in other dimensions, other planes, other realities. So there's so many things. So we don't have one past life. This right. is the connection that you've had. So you've been an authority figure in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, what Bron said. He's like, you taught her a lot, right? Yeah, I forget, but yeah, yeah. But you're still helping each other because when you have someone, when you have two people that have a nodal connection, that's like, they always meet up in this lifetime. Not always, I mean, because there's a million connections, but usually because they're here to help each other on the journey. Mm. So you are, yeah, so you're helping her. I mean, you're both helping each other. You're helping her really embrace the Virgo energy because you've already done it. Yeah, Right. But you're also helping her because you've done that before. You know, it's just, it's the most beautiful soul connection, really. So I know you guys have been like, it's not going to be your last time either. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, there's also a possibility of a love connection in the past because you have Venus connected. Yeah. So I can see that as well. Mm -hmm. It's true. So that's where it could have been like a father, a lover, an older figure, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Sexy teacher. (laughs) Um, What about... So on here, do you see the rising? So you didn't really talk about the rising or the yeah. sun or the moon that much. Yeah, right. Let's talk or- about that. Um, so you are a Leo rising and rising sign is basically, um, it's how we present ourselves to people. So when they first meet us, they see our, our rising sign. It's really, think of it as like the vehicle we're driving throughout our life. So it's one, how we approach people and approach situations, but it's also as we get older, what we grow into and how we share our light. So you are a Leo rising and Leo rising is about um, joy and, and playfulness. And just that's part of you. And like also wanting to be seen. However, your ruler of your rising sign is in the eighth house. So there it that's, that's not a house where it's always in the spotlight. So there is a part of you that even though Leo wants to be seen, there is a privacy and a secrecy to you as well, because you also have your moon at 29 degrees of Scorpio. So there is a lot of, you know, really only going to let people in if I trust you 
and like really feel safe. And then you show them your true self. But so you're actually way more private than how you give out. And that's what me and my friend, the guy who introduced me to astrology, we used to call the rising sign, the great fake out. Mm -hmm. So it's true. It's a part of us, but you know, they might see my Sag rising and think I'm super outgoing, but then I'm a cancer moon with a Taurus sun. I'm like, snooze fest, right? So like, I just want to be in my pajamas in my house half the time. If I'm not traveling the world, I'm like in my pajamas in my house. And I'm like, I'm really just kind of like chill and doing my thing. But I come off as like way more outgoing and it's not a fake part. It is a part of me because I use that vessel to navigate. So you use this vessel to navigate but the chart ruler really shows a lot about your energy. So you are very private. You have a lot of Scorpio energy in your chart. So when you were yeah. younger, it might've been like, if you hurt me, I'm going to cut you, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's always shadow energy of Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I know Scorpios don't like it and they want to kill me when I say that. So I apologize. Oh, no, I don't care. I'm very shadow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But no, 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 but it's all, scared it's, of it. It, I have a lot of Scorpio energy too. Yeah. So it's like, it's like all it. there. Yeah. Emotional complexity. Scor- Scorpios like mm. to intimidate, you know, like mm. a way. And there's a damn when I was little, that was me. Right. And that's what I'm saying. When you were younger, like we have, we're really in that energy because we yeah. don't even know how to use it yet. Damn. So true. Wow. Yeah. And so now you're using really it for weird. a higher expression. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, I just thought it was like, cause yeah. I was so insecure, you know, as a little yeah, kid. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. I think we all are for yeah. sure. But yeah, I would definitely use it in that way. Yep. And we do. And that's the beauty of astrology is to really understand, okay, there's a lower octave and a higher octave of everything. How are we using it? How is it playing out? Because not every Scorpio is the same. Not every Pisces is the same. You know, we have so many different components, you know, and what are we here for? Yeah. Anything with health for me? Yeah, actually you are just finishing up your Saturn return. And so your Mm -hmm. Saturn is in the um, sixth house of body. So I would say the past like year, there might've been a lot on really being one in your body, being comfortable. Mm. You have lessons on, you know, health and supplements and like really what that means for me and how do I show up? Because, because you have so much in the spiritual realm, the fact that you have Saturn in your sixth house, really spirit, you agreed that you have to be present in your body Mm. to like really ground your energy. Um, So with Saturn going through your sixth house, there might be some stuff where it might feel like not full-on chronic, but more like long-term. So I'm curious if you even felt that for the past year, because Saturn going through the sixth house is like, you know, I don't think we feel like a hundred percent great. I'm not saying that there's like a disease or anything, but it's more chronic stuff. So it would be more long-term. So it might not be feeling our greatest potential. Mm. So that's what I would say Mm -hmm. for going on. Also, you have um, Neptune is coming up to your um, sun sign. I can check the dates for you after because I have to yeah. check the book. When Neptune comes over, you're actually going to feel depleted. You might even start feeling some of the energy right now. That's where there's going to might be some things that happen. You might be more sensitive to foods. I might have more allergies, but that energy is already starting. So I'd be curious to know how that's interacting with you, but I'll give you the exact dates yeah. of when that is. It'll yeah. be a big time frame for you because that's going to affect your health a lot but it's not permanent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's going to think about. Yeah. Yep. I guess like people's introduction to astrology sometimes is like compatibility and all yeah, that. Is that a one. thing? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that. So tell me, <laughs> I am very clear that any sign can be with any sign because cool. we are more than our sun sign. So I don't do horoscopes. I don't do sun sign astrology. To me, this is a beautiful mystical tool and I treat it like that and it's a gift. And so any sign can be with any sign because it depends on where your Venus is. It depends on your seventh house of relationships. It depends on your south node. depends on your moon. Mm. You have to look at what you need in a chart. And so the fact that like, can a Pisces be with like Taurus or whatever? I mean, any sign can be with any sign because it's based on your whole entire chart. 
So anytime Do you have I, people I, like ask like, hey, my boyfriend's yes, chart is I'm this. sure. Tell me what's up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Great. And you can see, and here's the thing I'll say. You can never see in a chart if two people will be together or not. So that's the misconception. Mm -hmm but you can see how they interact because we have free will. Like I've met people, guys throughout the years, and obviously I'm always doing their charts and I'll put their charts <laughs> with mine. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the stuff that like astrologers dream about. But yet I have no attraction to them and I don't feel anything. But we, do we have compatibility? Sure. But like on a, a physical level, no, I'm not really feeling anything and it's not there. So it doesn't ever say, will you be with this person or not? That's our free will. But it shows how the interaction is going to be if you oh, two are together. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's a good question. Yeah. What are predict any predictions for 2019? Anything yeah. like yeah. stars? Maybe like how our charts interact like with almost 30? Yeah. Selfish. Yeah. Well, there's actually a lot of, um, for both of you, I looked at the eclipse points. So we just had two eclipses and eclipses are game changers and they shift stuff. So for both of you, it actually hit um, both connected to your angle of career. So there is the next six months, there is going to be some shifting with stuff. Doesn't mean it's, people think it's negative and it's not like that, but that could be like a huge change. Like you're implementing something new, you're moving to a new level. So there's a lot of stuff happening with that. And for you, Taurus is going to move in March. Taurus is going to move in, or excuse me, Uranus is going to move into Taurus, Taurus for everyone. And that will be your 10th house of career. So there's going to be a lot of shifting going on. Um, and you just had the eclipse point hit literally your angle of career. So I don't know if you guys were thinking, okay, maybe we need to implement something else. Maybe we need to think of a new way to do this, but there is some stuff for both of you for career stuff that will be changing. Mm. And then, yeah, for 2019. Yeah. So 2019 is an interesting year. Obviously it depends on your birth chart because we're all going through different cycles, but there is a lot of Mars energy. And so Mars is action. Um, and there's a lot of Saturn energy and Saturn is about getting real. So this year, it's about really like getting real and getting down to earth on like what we need to do. But we have a lot of energy to move forward. Mars and Venus aren't retrograde at all this year. So that's really good moving forward. Um, I have to say that March is going to be a bit of a little bit of a shit show because um, Mercury goes retrograde, which is not the end of the world. But Mercury is going retrograde in Pisces, which that's at the, Pisces is already in another realm, right? So it's hard sometimes on this earth plane because it's getting information from spirit, but it's getting everything because it has no boundaries. So when Mercury is going to go retrograde in Pisces, it's um, already going to be confusing. And then it's going to be doing something with Neptune, which rules Pisces. So I'm telling you, March. It's going to be a wild ride anyways. Wild yeah, we're ride be in March. Where are you going to be? Costa Rica. Oh, doing ayahuasca. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's actually amazing. Really? Because it's, there's so much Pisces energy and what is Pisces? Wow. The other realm. So it's actually going to be, be, that's a great wild. time. It's going to be so I'm excited. wild. I'm too. Are you going to Rhythmia? Yeah. 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 Did you go? Yeah. No, no, I just know about it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I am too scared to do ayahuasca. I, the things I see now without it, so I, I don't know, know if sure. I can handle yeah, it. That's the truth. I'm, yeah. I'm actually scared, so I don't know if I can handle it right now. What's a scary thing that you've seen lately? I actually like seeing spirits, so it doesn't scare me too much. But I mean, it, it's always scary when you're sleeping and then you wake up and they're just staring at you. So what do they want? Do you ask them? No, I actually don't. So if I'm on with a client and sometimes people come through that have passed over, like I don't see them in front of me. I just get it. It's like an impression. And so that comes through. But when I actually see them, I actually don't get any information. So I've never gotten any information. I'm just like, why are you looking at me? You know, it's like freaky. So that's sometimes scary. You know? Do you relay if someone comes through during a reading? 
Oh yeah, okay. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Last question. So I feel like I've I'm surprised I don't see ghosts and I don't want to. Is there a way that my spirit guides You probably will. I know that's what that's the thing though. Is there a way that I've managed to be like, no? Um, could be that some of that south node in Virgo, but the direction you're going towards, you will. And so our north node, we step into like 30, 35, 40 and up. So you're definitely going that direction. But yeah, you definitely could have, you know blocked it not mm. really, I don't like to use that word but like subconsciously or like yeah. no I don't want to go there yeah but you're so I mean uh, the moon at 29 degrees of Scorpio is super psychic yeah. and you're a Pisces yeah so that's like I've seen some shit but yeah. I haven't I don't like see spirits regularly and I just don't really want to yeah if you don't want to then that's it because your subconscious already knows yeah so already you set Good the intention and you don't have to but it is something that you'll be going into so just as you evolve and get older I would say um, try to be more open to it because you want to see more angels. Yeah. Well, then you could ask for that, you know? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to see like fucking grandpa (laughs) when I'm staying at the Ace Hotel or something. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I know. I I mean, I'm good on all that. I get woken up a lot. There's a lot of activity. And so, yeah, but you can- Don't wake me up. I know. Sometimes I'm like, I'd rather talk to people that are like passed over. It's fun. So I I don't know. It's just kind of fun for me, but I get (laughs) that it scares people, you know, but I'm still working on it. I wouldn't say that I'm a professional medium, but- My soul is a medium, but Danielle's working on it. Does yeah. that make sense? So, yeah. and I just am very open about that. Wow. wow. Um, last <laughs> question from me. What can our listeners do to be more, and I feel like I've experienced this pretty intensely over just the last year is kind of tapping into psychic abilities and downloads and it's only just the beginning, but I do feel more connected. But what can our listeners do to be more consciously aware of downloads that come in and messages, things like that? love that question. So, you know, first of all, it's really about being in our own power and grounding. Cause a lot of times like I'll get messages and people are like asking me a million things. And when people do that, they're giving away their power. So you automatically don't trust yourself. So Good being luck. in your power. Can you repeat that? Sorry. I like missed, I'm, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> it's okay. Pass the bottle. Um, so um, one of the first, the biggest things I would say about trusting your intuition is being in your power. And so a lot of people, like I said, ask me questions constantly. And when they do that, they're already not trusting themselves and giving their power away. So Got first it. of all, be in your power, ground your energy, send down a grounding cord from the base of your spine. That just like that visual just helps you be in and feel your body. Like what does it feel like to be in your body? And already Mm -hmm. you're in your power and know that we are all psychic beings. It's nothing magical because we're energy beings and it's just energy. Being psychic is just having the ability to tap into other like energy. So we all have that. So also the more we go into our heart, and we listen and we trust ourselves. That's one of the first things that spirit showed me of how I was like, how do I, how do I do this? How do I do this? When I was 30 and trying, but little did I know I was already doing it because then they showed me a heart and it took me about eight years. I was just telling someone this took me about eight years to really get what that means. And the more we're in our heart, this is our higher self. This is our truth. That's where everything comes from. So we actually manifest from here. We don't manifest just from our third eye. We could visualize it, but we got to bring it down into our heart. So also just listening you know, when I was waking up, everyone's like, well, how'd you know, or how'd you trust this path? I listened. I just listened. You, we all get information, but we don't listen. And then it's like, well, we need, we go to someone else and they tell us and they're like, oh yeah, I was thinking that we have to listen. And it's that subtle, quiet, you know, it'll scream if you're in danger. Sure. It'll scream, but every day it's subtle. It almost feels like our thoughts 
that's our highest self or even spirit guide, you know? Um, we have a million people around, things, people, whatever you want to call it, entities, but um, we have to just listen because we know we have everything. Like I don't, I'm not doing anything different. I'm just showing people the way back to their information and our body. This is the biggest thing that I'll say if they want to improve their intuition, which is why I had to go through my health stuff. Our body carries innate wisdom. It has everything in us. So the, it, the more I went through this, the more I got into my body, and then the more I can feel energy. So being actually grounded in our body instead of floating out, because a lot of times we float out of our body and we zone out, we do these things, you know, Pisces does need to zone out a little bit because that's how you get information. So Pisces daydreams a lot, but that's actually okay as long as you're grounded. Mm -hmm. So you need to, but for the most part, we leave our bodies because we aren't happy at our job. We're sick of this, you know, we're disconnected. So being in your heart and in your body, that's how you get your psychic information. Wow. Good one. Where can people connect with you, find you, all of the things? So you can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Page and it's P-A-I-G-E. And also right now my website is Healing Page, but in a couple of weeks, it's going to be Danielle Page. Great. Um, new website. I'm so super excited. That's exciting. Great. Yeah. New you. Yeah. Thank you. This was so Yeah, this was so good. Thank you so you much. Great. This was this one was of the best. Joy. Like, I love talking to you we guys. Are the best. Aren't we? No, seriously, you guys are so, like, it's just like, I didn't even know we were starting <laughs> we're, in the beginning. Idiots. That was amazing. We ambushed Good people. job, daughter. Good job, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big dad. You call, you call her big daddy for yeah. long. Right when you leave, I'm about to call her big daddy. All right. We love you guys so love much. You. Check out Danielle. Get a reading. And we will see you on the next one. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Ayo. Ayo. So good. Thanks, Danielle. We'll see you See you next time. Yeah. Share this with your friends if they are interested in spirituality, wellness. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate when you guys do that. That is how we've grown. That is how we've been able to do things like the ambassador program to serve you guys better. Mm-hmm. You can follow the ambassador program and all of our ambassadors and community of Almost 30 Nation on Instagram at Almost 30 Nation. And we're at Almost 30 Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Thank you so much for your support as always. Just a few things to remind you of. Uh, we are on tour. So we've kicked off our tour already in Austin, which was amazing. And we are continuing in May in Denver, London, and beyond that, visiting about 12 other cities. We're so excited to meet you all. So you can stay updated on our tour schedule uh, at almost30podcast.com. And we're just really pumped to meet you all. These are workshops, events, experiences. Um, We've sprinkled in some bigger live shows, which we're really excited about this year. And yeah, it's going to be a busy year. It's going to be a busy year. (laughs) We do it all for you. Can't we tell you? Yeah. And also your podcast pro. Yourpodcastpro.com is your hub for all things podcasting. So whether you've already, you know, launched your podcast and are looking to, you know, brand and market and monetize, we have resources for you. Or whether you're looking to take your idea to iTunes, we are your space to do that. We are your support. We will hold your hand through it all. And we are relaunching, you know, the courses in a way that is, you know, kind of tailored to what you need. Mm -hmm. We do have our general course, but then also if you have already launched, we have something for you too. Yes. Excited to do more with your podcast, bro, in the next couple months Mm because we know y'all want to start podcasting. We are here to support you. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, everyone. Have a great day. We love you and we'll see you next time. See you next time.